Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. We're going to have a discussion right now, though, about um, kind of about the Russia-Ukraine situation, but a different aspect to it and one that uh, I think is really important and really kind of interesting. You know, for a couple of decades now, the International Space Station has been home to astronauts well, from all over the planet, including Russia, right? Floating high above the Earth and high above all the drama down on Earth in many ways, but not anymore. The current situation in Ukraine and Russia, the invasion of it, uh, it's, it's been felt in space, believe it or not. And there are fears for how the future of space exploration may, in fact, be changed because of what's going on right now. So to get into that, we're going to chat with David Kendall, who is a fellow at the Vancouver-based Outer Space Institute, and former Director General of Space Science and Technology at the Canadian Space Agency. David, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. I'm, uh, thank you, Shay. I'm uh, glad to be with you. This really has gotten quite nasty, hasn't it? I mean, uh, I know that the, the head of Russia's space agency has been very public in lashing out about what's going on. I mean, this has actually become a very serious situation, correct? It is, indeed. Uh, you're quite right. The head of the uh, Russian Space Agency has uh, lashed out uh, with some uh, uh, difficult uh, tweets, let's say, um, that uh, threatens the future of the space station. Uh, Most most observers, though, really do not believe that uh, he will follow through with those those threats. But given the unpredictability of the situation right now, uh, really anything can happen. Um, Yeah, hopefully he doesn't follow through. But what is he threatening? And, I mean... It's big, right? It's basically keeping the space station in orbit. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, The space station is like uh, some great mansion that somebody has built uh, with a whole bunch of uh, different family members. Um, And it really only works if the family members get along, uh, because each of the family members have a uh, specific uh, part of uh, of that house, and they also have a specific function to provide. Um, so, for example, the power is provided by the United States, uh, but the the International Space Station does need to be boosted from its uh, altitude every now and then because uh, the atmospheric drag just drags it down. And so every three months or so, it needs a, a boost. And the only way that we have right now to boost that is through the Russians. They, uh, they connect uh, one of their, their vehicles called a Progress, um, uh, and it uh, has fuel on board. Uh, and gives it a boost so it keeps at an optimum altitude, one might say. And without that, there is no other way right now to boost the, um, uh, to boost the station. Uh, so the other, other partners, if, if uh, Russia pulls out, would have to scramble. And that is really the, the major issue that we have right now if uh, the Russians do decide that they uh, do not want to be part of this anymore. So is the space station itself threatened then, or could that scramble be successful? If Russia decides, okay, we're not doing it anymore, um, is that the end of the space station? Or as you say, you know, the, the rest of the countries would have to scramble. Is it possible to, to maintain it in some other way? Uh, yes, because you can imagine that after that threat, uh, that, that our friends in the United States are looking now at every option they sure. possibly could 
to uh, make sure to ensure that one of their um, one of their vehicles that docks with the station, and there are several, uh, could be reconfigured uh, to uh, to do that boost. Um, <clears throat> there's been nothing released publicly about that yet, uh, but uh, uh, clearly there's going to be have to be some uh, a lot of uh, work uh, to be done, um, probably with a. A very dedicated Tiger team that's looking at that issue right now. What about, you know, space partnerships in general? It's long been sort of an international effort, as I said, in many ways, on a different, many different fronts. Um, how big of an issue could it become if Russia decided they weren't part of this anymore? Well, I think it would be another nail in the coffin, one might say, to, uh, to continued uh, Russian collaboration. Um, Right now, my own personal view is that the uh, partnership is not particularly threatened. Russia has very little else going on in space right now. Um, this is the one thing which they really, they have these uh, vehicles, they have uh, the, the Progress, which is a, a very capable vehicle to um, re, 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 uh, refurbish or replenish uh, the supplies. On, uh, on the space station, uh, they have their Soyuz vehicle, which is the one which, the, which, which takes the uh, astronauts and cosmonauts back and forwards. And if they decided to pull out, those would just be sitting there doing nothing. And really, Russia has very little else going on in space. So I, I believe personally that their threat is just uh, saber rattling and, and will, they will not follow through. However, as I said before, the uncertainty and the unpredictability with this this conflict right now. Yeah. Um, we really just don't know what. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. What's going to happen? Bigger than the space station, just in terms of international relations. I mean, we've had guests on the air recently talking about how we need to have some sort of international, not even a body, but just some understanding and some recognition of, okay, space is getting really crowded. We're all up there doing different things. We need to work together to sort of make sure everything works successfully. With what we're doing to Russia and basically making them a pariah down here on Earth and alienating them from the international community, are you worried that, you know, their relationship with the world may in some way affect what happens in space? I, uh, I, I really am concerned about that. Uh, I think you hit something uh, very important, Shay. Um, there are right now a number of discussions at, at an international level going on to try and um, develop um, ideas uh, and more further than ideas, actually treaties, uh, if we can, uh, how we can use space more um, sustainably, more, safety, more safely, uh, more, uh, more reliably. Uh, because right now it's a bit of a uh, wild west out there, to tell the truth. Um, there is, uh, there's a lot, lot of stuff going up there, a lot of stuff going on. Um, and it's not a particularly good situation because the rules that we're using, the so-called Outer Space Treaty, are now um, 60 years old, over 60 years old. And um, they're, they're being surpassed. I mean, the, the, what we're doing in space is, was never, ever thought of 60 years ago. So we need new treaties. We need new uh, agreements between the yeah. partners, uh, space partners. And uh, Russia has always been uh, difficult in that, in that area. They've, uh, 
they've always been a little bit of a, I would say, um, uh, troublemakers in trying to get these agreements. Um, but they they are sitting at the table right now, um, and they are talking and with the partners, with other countries, um, and we're talking through this through the uh, United Nations Committee called the Committee on the Peaceful Uses of Outer Space, which meets every year. Um, and there are specific uh, working groups set up to look at this. Um, and um, I am really concerned because I, I know this group very well. I was chair of this committee for a couple of years recently. Um, the Russians, I'm, I am really concerned that they, their anger uh, and their, is such that they will uh, simply just pull out of these discussions. And unfortunately, what we need here is we need consensus. These yeah. bodies work through consensus. And there's one, one state like Russia who decides that they, um, they're going to take their football and, and just go somewhere else is not a, uh, is, is not a good situation. Um, I'm just wondering in terms of, like, we know the head of the Russian Space Agency is saying all kinds of things publicly. Um, is this... How intertwined do you think, I mean, is this something that could be, and maybe you can't even answer this and it's unfair to ask, but in terms of leverage that Russia might have, I mean, can they use something like this as part of their negotiations? Or are space agencies seen as something, because they're so international and they're so different from everything else, are they separate from a lot of the politics and the drama that takes place in between governments? Well, in in the case of the International Space Station, they have to be because we're talking about uh, lives of uh, of astronauts and cosmonauts on board this uh, this station, um, and any threats uh, to the continued uh, support to the International Space Station could certainly endanger the seven seven people who are currently up there. It changes from uh, from almost week to week as to how many people are up on the station. Um, and so, uh, and this would be huge news, of course, if something happened to the to the to the to the station. There is also a line of thought, Shay, that perhaps you know it, the space station has continued now for twenty over twenty one years um, of harmonious, one might say, um, collaboration. Um, and even during the other crises we've had, the uh, Crimea crisis, etc., the ISS was really not affected. Yeah. Um, and could this be used uh, to try and ta- tamper down the rhetoric which is going on right now? Um, so certainly between uh, the the partners, uh, and certainly between the U.S. and, and Russia. Uh, it's a possibility, um, although, as we know, the situation in Ukraine is dire, uh, tragic, um, uh, terrible. Um, and this is a really, we're in new, a new territory, I think, because of the scope of this uh, current invasion. You mentioned the, um, the astronauts who are on the space station right now, seven of them. Two of them are Russian. <laughs> You've got four Americans, are, and I think, yep. I think a German is the other one. Um, do we have any idea what's going on? Like you say, safety of these people is obviously the first and foremost priority. It doesn't matter what country you're from, but they're not picking sides. I mean, there's, there's none of that happening up there, do we know of? No, absolutely not. I mean, the politics uh, are certainly the last thing they're going to be yeah. speaking about uh, with each other. They have very busy lives. Um, their lives are each day is scripted to almost the minute. Um, and they have so many things they need to be doing, uh, the, the research up there, just keeping the station um, active, uh, repairing things. Um, uh, really, uh, 
that you you can be assured that uh, this this uh, issue that we we are all discussing minute by minute on the ground is not something which is going to be raised in at, at really any level uh, uh, between the the colleagues who are working uh, up on the space station. Well, that that would be good to hear, uh, Dave. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I really appreciate your time and your insight. Good. Well, thank you, Shay. Uh, I was pleased to be with you. Thank you, sir. That is David Kendall, who is a fellow at the Vancouver-based Outer Space Institute and the former Director General of Space Science and Technology at the Canadian Space Agency. And like he says, there is some concern right now among the space community. A very public dispute is underway as we speak. Um, The former head, or the current head, rather, of Russia's space agency, his name is Dmitry Rogozin. Um, And he uh, recently has been all over Twitter saying all kinds of things, expressing his support for what's going on with Russia invading the Ukraine, threatening to stop Russian cooperation with the International Space Station mission. Um, Last week, he tweeted out a video uh, of some of his staff taping over the Japanese and the American flags that were on the exterior of a Soyuz rocket. And then he said, the launchers have decided that without the flags of some countries, our rocket would look more beautiful. And then it got into a back and forth with Scott Kelly, who used to be an American astronaut, going back and forth. And um, it ended with Rogozin saying, get off, you moron. Otherwise, the death of the ISS, the International Space Station, will be on your conscience. So, I mean, there's a lot of rhetoric going on out there. How realistic it is and... As you heard from David, they're not 100% sure, but definitely something that people are concerned about and uh, keeping an eye on.